This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Warning. When Carl tells you he watched Ace Ventura Nature Calls, he thinks that's research for backpacking. Heads up. Hey, everybody, this is Derek, and with me today is the only man who still prefers the loofah in the outdoors, Carl Mandrioli. <laughs> What's going on, my man? Not much, my friend. Just happy to, to be podcasting with you. This is always a joy and a pleasure to, to spend some Indeed. time. Indeed. With me today is Derek Somerville. Back in 1995, he was repeating ceramics for the sixth time. Ceramics. Ceramics. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I ever took that class. That's uh, is that a class? It's a class, right? <laughs> I think it was back in 1995. I don't know. I don't know. Probably is still. It's probably advanced art now or something funky. But do you know? Yeah. What were you doing in 1995? What was going on? I was a. Uh, what was I doing? I was a junior or a senior. Okay. Senior. In high. Senior in high school. Yeah. You don't know what year you graduated high school? Well, I, it was finishing junior, starting senior in 95. So, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. We, uh, you know, captain of the baseball team, leading the school play. It was a big deal. Mm. That was a big deal. Wow. You're, you're big time. I was a big man on campus that year. Not going <laughs> to lie. One of the highlights of my life. <laughs> uh, I was never a big man on campus. And you're, you're pretty tall. That's okay. We're turning back the clock today. Turning back the clock. Okay. So, yeah, here's the thought is. Around now, or maybe even a little bit before now, people are coming out with, whether it's on YouTube, podcasts, you know, blogs, mm. Backpacker Magazine, they're coming out with, like, the best gear of 2020, right? Best gear of 2020, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right. Here's my question. How do they really they know don't. it's the best gear? Because were they even around? Like, it might be the yeah. lightest weight. Were they even around back in the day? Back in 2020? No, I mean like 1995 when things were the best back then. So, I mean, are you right. comparing? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not. You're not understanding my question. I Okay, try it again. I'm going to show you what's okay, going on. Okay, so I mean, we're talking about this year. 
like people now are coming out with the best gear of 2020. But right. my question is how how do they know it's the best gear of 2020? Like we're at the beginning of 2020. This is what I'm telling you. I'm saying I don't know if they do because if they were around okay. in 1995, which is what mm. we're talking about, you know, like what what came out in 95 we're going to talk about. We're talking about a bunch of stuff, but some of that stuff came out and was the best back then. Have they had a chance to compare those items? Have they had a chance oh, to I see, see that, that, which one's actually better? I think some of the stuff back then I think some of the stuff back then is is still really good. I think my point was more just that it just came out. How do you know it's the best? Like they don't have a time they haven't had time to test it in the different seasons. You know, they haven't mm. put that stuff through the ringer. Like it might look good, it might be lighter weight, but is it really the best? Can it stand the test of time, my friend? That's where I was going mm. with that. Mm. So yeah. So we're yeah. gonna yeah, so I don't know. So people have their own list and I just, you know, I just kinda take everything with a grain of salt and but what we're doing is it's a play on that where we're going to actually look and see, is there still stuff around from 1995 that still is stuff that people are using today out in hiking land? Yeah. And the answer is yes, my friend. There's quite a few items. You'd be surprised at how many items are actually still on people's gear list that were around in 1995. I'm excited to dive into this. That'd be good. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I got a verse for today. Do it. Luke 9:62 Jesus said to him No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. It's deep. Fit for the plow. So are we lo- so by by kind of addressing and kind of like looking behind us are we looking back too much here or are we simply just valuing the plow? Hmm. Therein lies the question. I don't know. Mm. That's a good that's a good we can go round and round with that one. We're looking back, but the plow obviously was an item that was, has been around for thousands of years. And so, hey, I got a quick trivia question about the plow, by the way. Okay. Do you know mm-hmm. who invented the first steel-tipped plow? <laughs> no idea. A guy by the name of John Deere, my friend. John Deere. Back in the 1800s. Johnny. Yep. Johnny. Yeah, fun fact right there. Good old Johnny. Good old Johnny. Okay, so we each have a list of gear items. The best and worst gear of 1995 that you might still have on your gear list. Maybe you don't even know mm. that it was around back then. Who knows? So mm. and we'll talk about it and see kind of, you know, what we think and would we still be taking these items today? So True. what's first on your list, my friend? First on my list is, believe it or not, Carl, your favorite item and mine, the original Nalgene bottle. Mm. Legendary. You're talking like the, the wide mouth one that spills when you drink out of it? <laughs> if you don't know how to drink, yes, it will do that. If you don't know how to drink. <laughs> if you don't know how to open your mouth properly, it will happen, yes. People unscrewing it with two hands in the car, taking their hands off the driving wheel, and then you know coming to a sudden stop, <laughs> spill. You've had so many bad experiences with the Nalgene. <laughs> so how bad was the Nalgene? They actually had to make something that fit in the wide mouthness so that you could drink more easily without spilling. They actually had they made the that blue accessory so that you wouldn't spill while drinking it. It's a little <laughs> sipper. <laughs> I never had this problem. Like did you really have this problem? Like apparently a lot of people did. They they invented the sipper, so it doesn't matter whether I had it or not. They invented um, an item to prevent this from happening. It really encourages you to mock the item, I think, even more. Proving well, your point of people. Okay, is this going to be? Is this is this on your best of list or worst of list? This then? is the dude. This is still a popular item. I, I this is the best of for sure. Yeah. No, this, this is not what this podcast is about. This is not like is the item still popular? All these items are going to be popular because they I know. all are still around. This is this is your opinion. This is your. Opinion. I think Do it's you, I think it's on my best list for sure. Okay. For backpacking. For backpacking. 
Oh, that's what it's about. I guess that's true. Okay. Um, I mean, I use them all the time at home. That's why I'm saying best of. But for backpacking, I, I would... I don't know. Maybe I need to revisit the analogy. I used to bring it. No, I'm gonna okay. say I'm gonna say it's not on my best of list. I don't I don't know if I'd put it on a worst of list though. Do you want a water bottle that's about a pound without any water in it? Is the question. It's not about a pound. I'm exaggerating. Let's, obviously. let's not exaggerate. Obviously, it's like four ounces or whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe pound. six. Yeah, maybe six. <laughs> maybe <Okay>. six. Okay. <laughs> I I wouldn't put it on my worst, but I definitely wouldn't put it on my best. If you brought the Nalgene bottle backpacking, how many stickers would you have on the bottle? None. Really? No st- no sticker. Okay. You're losing some folks out there. There's people that have Nalgene bottle all stickered up from... I'm not opposed to stickers. I just don't have any on. Gotcha. You give me some good stickers, maybe I'll put some on. Maybe we'll get you like a backpacking and blister sticker. There you go. There you go. Okay. Memorabilia. All right. So that's your, that's, uh, on your, that's on your best of list, even though you're not sure if you bring it backpacking. Is that correct? You totally. So what I'm hearing is you didn't hear anything I just said. That's right. what I'm hearing. <laughs> uh, I'm saying I don't think I put it on any list. I don't think it would be on the best list. Okay. Because I don't really. I can't put it on there because I don't bring it anymore. Right? right. So that'd be kind of stupid. But then, it's not really the worst that I mean because I. It's like if I had to bring it, I'd be like, all right, whatever. It's not like the end of the world if I have to bring an algae. Whereas it's it is not for the you, end of the so. world for any of these items, though. Like you, I think what you're trying to do here is you're trying to not offend people. You're trying to get people on your side that like the Nalgene. No, I don't care if I'm offending somebody. Like, I, okay. I wouldn't put it on my worst list. I know a lot of people use them. I don't have anything against the Nalgene. Okay. I just don't bring them. I think th- here's the reason I don't bring them, okay? If I'm really being honest with everybody, it's not because of the weight or the, the lid or the big wide mouth. Like, I can handle all that, Carl. <laughs> I have no problem with that. My problem is, like, I usually keep my water bottles on the side of my Right. pockets on my backpack and i cannot fit an algae in that pocket so i i put like most packs i'm not saying yours does but most packs would fit that okay what i'm saying is while i'm walking it's easy for me because i'm more flexible than you mm. to reach back grab my bottle drink and put it back in the pocket now could i make an algae fit sure but i have to take up the backpack and unloosen the thing mm-hmm. so i know with a sports bottle i can just put it in put it out real quick gotcha. it's a lot easier Okay. So it's more convenient. So your answer was sort of like a neutral answer. Like you're not that, against that one's it, neutral. you're not for it. Okay. That's uh, my neutral. answer is obviously that I'm I'm against, I, I'm fine with them just kind of around town stuff, but in terms of bringing them backpacking, I am yeah. against them. So, but okay, moving on to the, yeah. So let's see my first one. I'm going to go with the MSR Whisper Light Stove. Ooh. Okay. This is, this is, a, I'm trying to think of, if you, have you? Have you been on a trip where we've used one of these where it's like a white gas stove, so you have your separate fuel bottle that you, you plug in, you got to prime it, and then it has that kind of low hissing sound, and... Didn't we bring that, it, like, early in the day, early huh, on? Yeah. we brought that. Yeah, for sure. So it's they've a, had those out forever, and they've had they've made some slight modifications, but for the most part, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would make it on my, my best of list, because this Definitely. thing's pretty bomb-proof. I don't think yeah. I've ever broken one. I think I've come close to breaking like the pump part of it mm. just due to sheer negligence. But in terms of the actual piece of or the stove portion, um, right. like it's always been functional for me. So thumbs up to that one. It's also pretty darn fuel efficient. So this is good for boiling water and mm. really only boiling water. There's not a whole lot else you can do with it because it just is like one setting. It's just, you know, like rapid fire. Just right, 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 right. So yeah, that's true. 
That's true. So that's my take. Yeah. So you, yeah. What do you think about the MSR? Uh, I would put it on my best for sure. Those things okay. are awesome. I, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I don't really have anything bad to say about that item. I think that items stood the test of time. And then yeah, some. for sure. For sure. They're still. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. They're, they're still selling like hotcakes. So, all right. Next one. Yeah. What you got? I got the old school Z-Rest foam sleeping pad. Ah, uh, yes, accordion. by Cascade Designs. Yeah, um, the accordion-looking fold-up pad yep. that is uh, you throw on the back of your backpack. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put this on my worst, worst of list. What? Yeah, I know. Okay. Maybe people are gonna mock me for it, but like I said before in previous episodes, guys, if you were listening, I got bony hips, and when I have this pad, mm-hmm. it is bony, and you're gonna be like, well, why don't you just like fold it up and like use half of it, and you get like double the pad. Been there, tried mm-hmm. that. Doesn't work for me. Um, I think for me, it's just kind of, uh, I like everything in the bag. If I can get everything in the bag, I'm happy. If I can't, this thing is so big and like awkward and bulky. I don't know. It's just not me. That's just not me. Does it work for, right. I think we have somebody on the trip who does use it. I think Rocky uses it sometimes and he likes it fine. So um, People think- use it still. It's very lightweight. And Super lightweight. not very cushiony. Not very cushiony at all. Some people used no. to use it with a really thin inflatable pad and then the combo mm. of that was still lighter weight than some of the other pads out there and it provided sufficient padding but with the advancements in sleeping pads now i feel like this is a dinosaur so i'm with yeah. you on this one yeah i think this is on the worst of list however i will say that you, if you still have one of these you're not using it anymore like kids can get away with these and they're you know you can kind of cut them up and use them for kids to kind of sh- you know just really lighten the load shorten their pad and another thing you can do with them is you can cut them up and use them as like a sit pad so you know, if you're like Derek, you just mm. want to sit down and rest all the time. You want to rest <laughs> on something without busting the chair out. So, <laughs> oh, rest all the time. Yeah, isn't so. that what you said last episode about your longest day yet? Like rest frequently. Yeah, every every like ten miles, I'll take a rest. <laughs> every ten you know? miles, just take a brief stretching break. Maybe grab right. a Snickers, a Snickers, quote unquote, <laughs> energy bar. <laughs> oh boy, in your in your side mesh you know pouch since you're using a skinny water bottle you're not using the analogy and you can fit a little sit pad there and just pull that out and have a little cushy chair to sit on like on the log or whatever it is i guess yeah i guess so it's it's still you know you can kind of repurpose it but in terms of what it's originally intended for i'm with you all right, all right so two. this is kind of i'm not sure this is gear but this is definitely something that was in rei at the time and it's still around do you ever use the goo gels? Oh, I yeah, I've tried those once or twice. Those are okay. I, okay. It depends if you like them or not. You don't like those, though. I know that. <laughs> right. So they've they've revolutionized the flavors quite a bit since 1995, except one, I believe the tri-berry is still around, and that was definitely around back then. Have you ever had a goo tri-berry? Uh, no. I don't think I did. Okay. I think I like strawberries. All right. Well, then you can just speak to like the gels in general. I think that the Goo Triberry, I'm going to give this a best of because these were relatively new right around then, just the whole the gel concept. And these are just essentially quick energy shots when you feel like you are tanking in the day. If you need a quick shot of energy, these things, at least for me, these things work. So I I think I'm tired of the Triberry at this point, but because they've revolutionized the flavors, like I'm I'm sticking with it. Hmm. Obviously, you have not had that experience, correct? No, no um okay. so you like them are you gonna well you're gonna keep them what are you gonna do it yeah yeah i, I like them not keeping them okay i'm gonna use them i i Best of. i did not like them when i used them i think i just don't really ever think about getting them i did try them uh i think i i leaned more toward like the gummies 
the gummy energy things rather than the mm-hmm. gel. But I mean, I would yeah. I would do the gel. Like I don't not like the gel. Yeah, well, and that's more of the newer stuff, right? They have a variety of energy based products that have electrolytes, and some of them have caffeine. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I'd bring a whole lot of these backpacking unless I knew I had a big trip. You know, mm. like I wouldn't intentionally. I wouldn't have them every trip, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Right, But right. they have their place, so there you go. Hmm. All right. Interesting. What's your next one? My next one is good old jungle juice. So good old jungle juice, uh, bug repellent. I think this, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this back in the day, I think that the one we were researching was more of an ointment, like you pour it in your hand and like rub it all over. They do have something called like jungle formula, which is a spray, but um, for the most part, but they didn't have that back in 95, I don't think. Well, maybe maybe that was a little bit newer. I'm looking at a bunch right now. But right. I think the original Jungle Juice was, you know, more like a lotion. You'd, you know, slather all over yourself. So uh, I'm going to put this on my, obviously, my worst list because, one, I don't even use bug spray. But, two, you know, if I'm going to do a bug spray, obviously, I think the spray is just so quick and so easy. Is is the is this better than a spray? Mm. I don't really, I don't know. I don't really know because I don't really use it. So I guess I was looking more. I was seeing more of the formula of it, you know, because the the difference there was they came out mm. with this one hundred percent DEET, you know, whereas off was, you know, ten percent, twenty something percent. This is like straight up, like this is one hundred percent DEET. Well, well, let me let me correct this is you. A on chemical. That. Well, let me correct you on that though. Yeah. I'm looking at the bottle right now, which REI still sells, by the way. This is called Jungle Juice 100 by Sawyer. Mm-hmm. It's DEET is 98.1, and the, and there's just other ingredients, 1.9. Mm. 1.9. Okay. So, so I don't know what that is. but I didn't much, know it's by Sawyer. That's interesting. I didn't know that either. I didn't okay. know that either. Maybe it's yeah. a newer version? I don't know. It's probably a trademark phrase, but they, they definitely marketed it as 100% DEET back in the day, so maybe now they, they're like, well, it's not technically 100%, so maybe they were kind of modifying a little bit, but, but still, it's close. It's close. That's basically, that's basically yeah. 100 so yeah. you're unwilling to put 100% D on your body is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like if I'm one of, we have, I know a few people who just get mauled by the mosquitoes. So. Right. In that case, I'd probably have a different attitude, but I just don't, I don't use it. So it's going to go on my worst list. I'm with you. No, I'm with you. I'm on, it's on my worst list too. More because I think I'd rather wear like the mosquito netting, you know, like the, mm. the head nets than actually put that stuff on because it wears off and then you got to reapply and hmm. i am with you i'm not the bug spray guy either uh but you know people are buying that stuff and they've been buying it for 25 plus years so there you go that's true uh it's the, it's around for a reason that's most that's true okay my next one is actually another one by msr big surprise. same company okay they make a water filter called the mini works mini works yeah so i don't think you use this one no i have not I will describe it for you. Okay. Okay. It actually, at least back in the day, it screwed onto the wide mouth Nalgene bottle. Very convenient. Mm. It was it was a pump style filter. It was I a ceramic have, yeah. filter. Okay. When it started to clog, you would just take it apart and you would actually use a like a you know some sort of a sponge or abrasive tool to scrape the ceramic filter and then continue to use it. Wow. So yeah. That's insane. I have it in front of me. I'm looking at it right now. It's okay. still on REI's website. Oh, no. Night. They sell they, Yeah, it was in the store the yeah. other day. At 17 ounces, it's one of the heaviest filters on the market. And so this obviously makes my worst of list. And who? And I'm just I'm curious. Like, they're still selling it at REI. Who is buying this? I think based on looking at it, anybody who owns a well or a water pump. 
because you gotta like you gotta like pump this sucker. You know what I mean? It's yes. So ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever owned one, but I went with a guy who did, and he's like, "I got the filter this time." And so we were <laughs> we were filtering water in the Mount Whitney area, yeah, and it was trickling out. And he's like, "I just gotta scrub this thing down." And so we scrubbed and scrubbed, and it just took forever. And then we put it all back together. And then it continued to trickle out. I was like, why, why would you ever use this thing? I don't know. So the fact that it's still around all these years later, I just, I don't like, get who's it. Who's buying so maybe, it? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Maybe he had a bad version of one or he, he didn't do it right. Or, I don't know. It was his. Interesting. But either way, it's, even if even if I'm wrong about the whole trickle thing, mm. it's still the heaviest filter in the market. Yeah. That's really heavy. Yeah. Worst of by far. And if you own one of these, Time to put it on eBay, my friend. What if you were, let's give you a scenario. Let's say you're on the trail, we're stopping, maybe it's a community camp area, and you see people, no, maybe we're by a river or a lake, and we see people filtering water, okay. and you see somebody using that. What Do you do? Right. You just ignore them, or do you like go with me like, hey, look, there's lighter filters now. I don't know if you're aware of this, um, <laughs> but, you know. Do you see me as the unsolicited advice guy? <laughs> That is not who but I am. But if you hate it enough, I don't know. Would you would you just laugh and tell me? I would. You probably just. I would. Yeah. No, I'd probably just grab it and throw it in the lake. <laughs> but no, I would. <laughs> That's fair. Let me show you how to filter. Come on. We're not. Neither of us are the unsolicited I can't do advice it. guys. I'd want to say something, but neither, I can't do it. Yeah. You might want to consider something different the next time you go backpacking. Like, we're not, you know, we're not the instructors out no, there. True. By stretch. That's true. Good question, though. Next Good one. Question. Okay. This is my f- Next one. This is, your this is my fourth, fourth one? and final. Last one. Uh, you got? My mine is Mountain House Meals. Mountain House Meals have been around this long, buddy. Mm. So, did you know that they recently changed their packaging? I did. Yeah, it looks cool. Okay. It's better than the old one for sure. You, so you think just like generic colored font writing is better? I like it better. Really? Okay. I like it better. I don't know why. Uh, maybe it's a static. It makes me want to buy a less. Like, I, like I like seeing the pictures of people backpacking, having fun around the camp. I was like, that's nice. I want to do that too. Yeah. <laughs> you do do that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so you buy your food based on. <laughs> okay. Uh, just, that's just marketing 101, my friend. To teach, teach their own. Um, no, I, I, I de- I'm going to put this on my best list because I buy stuff from them regularly okay. obviously um yeah. chili mac with beef is obviously your favorite so but I don't, I don't really buy that so but there's lots of meals i do like and they started adding some like uh plant-based vegan stuff too that had a bunch of good calories in there so okay i want you to i want you to think deeply about this oh Derek. have you really bought mountain house stuff in the last few years i have you did you buy some for all of us and then we i bought them off you or something i've given you a couple of freebies yeah from my garage sale finds but I'm talking like, have you actually bought? Because you you buy Backpackers Pantry when you go with your salmon pesto. I do buy Backpackers Pantry okay. for sure. I have had some mountain houses. I got some old ones here at the okay. house that I've still used. Um, you probably bought like five years ago, right? Two or three. But I will okay. say I don't buy them as much. But I still I put it on my list. I would put it on my list. So aside from the chicken and rice and the macaroni and cheese and the chili mac with beef, <laughs> yes, I'm gonna. <laughs> wow. Aside from those three, half the list. Yeah, I like I like the lasagna, so I'm gonna put it on the best of list. And they're still making lasagna. Mm, yeah, that one's pretty good. Well, that and, one's good. And I'll buy it. You know, I'll buy it at Sierra Trading Post. But side note, did you know that uh, one of our reviews on Apple Podcasts is entitled 
Chili Mac. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So anyway, kind of funny. All right, so you got it. So best of Mountain House. Begrudgingly, I will agree. And my last one, the Camelback Bladder. <laughs> First released in 1989, it has made its way through not just the hiking communities, running communities, biking communities, mm. people that just get dehydrated while you know shopping for groceries with heavy backpacks on. Wow. Everywhere. Uh, what is your thought on that? So they've they've definitely changed their their models over the years, but the still but the kind of the basic idea of the hard to open suctioned cap bladder that's nearly impossible to clean, where they you know they had to release these like tablets to kind of get all the the junk out. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go thumbs down on this one. I'm gonna say worst of gear, and I like the con. They, I like that they that they kind of introduced the concept of the bladder. So thumbs up to them for right. revolutioning. The, revolutionizing the industry but in terms of their ability to kind of keep the old problems around and not fix them i'm gonna say worst of mm. yeah okay okay yeah. interesting uh hundred percent as we've heard before on my worst list uh i used to have it for years and every year i'd have some little minor problem but i never wanted to get rid of it and then i think yeah. the final year when i had like i couldn't seal the main seal like right even though it was screwed on it was still leaking like the whole inside of my pack got wet i'm like i'm right. done i'm done done yeah for sure that's, so, yeah, that's another big kind of problem yeah so is it fair to say that we have okay so we got msr so the company's on our worst list we got msr we've got camelback and we've got you know the sawyer for jungle juice and cascade designs these are companies that i think we have we can kind of mark off the list of potential sponsors in the future so we are just continuing to sabotage ourselves and our podcast by doing these episodes basically yeah basically but it's still fun so that's okay i don't mind yeah okay so i'm sure we missed some somebody has to speak the truth carl we have to speak the truth okay indeed if, if anybody else out there has any other gear that we missed that's you know legit from 1995 and we had a couple on our list we didn't get to like the half dome tent and the you know dr bronner soap and things like that but if there's something that you think is big time that is awesome or terrible please yeah let us know we'll include that in a future episode so that is true Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com the 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. There you go. Time for trivia? Trivia me. I'm ready. Okay. 
Okay, so I'm going to give you some. I'm going to give you a list of gear companies mm. that are currently out of business. Mm. All right. Okay. I want to know what piece of gear or type of gear they're most known for, or they were most known for, I guess. Right, right, right. Okay. And you've used some okay. of these for sure. I'm sure I have. Yeah. Okay. First one. Okay. Eureka. Vacuums. <laughs> <laughs> we had a Eureka vacuum growing up. I still remember that. The vacuum is the um, underrated backpacking item for sure. The, t- the tent vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Backpacks. Backpack. But they are vacuums. Okay. But yeah, backpacks. I, they've, they've, they, I, they probably made backpacks. That's not what they're most known for. They're most known for tents. Eureka tents. Uh, yeah. I never used the tent. Yes, you did. <laughs> if i did i didn't really notice you didn't uh, notice it was a, our good friend no. Knowlton's tent he had a three-person not a freestanding tent that we use oh times. that that yeah, piece that of, thing yeah yeah that was good okay all right if you, if you don't know this one i'm not sure how you do on, on the rest of this list but uh because oh, you used that one <laughs> <laughs> i could i okay. could not say that all right okay i'll go give ahead. you a hard I'll, this one's a hard one for, okay for i'll be somebody. serious okay go. this is okay this is a hard one for somebody who wasn't around back in 1995 uh, you know, backpacking. Dana Designs. Dana Designs. Yeah. Tents, I guess. Tents. You think I did tents like... twice in a row? Nice. No, this is this is backpacks. They have tents though. They had. They, yeah, sure they, they were most tents. known for these super heavy duty but relatively comfortable, well made backpacks that probably weighed seven pounds a piece. That's disgusting. Uh, I just googled Dana Design. They they have tents too. No, yeah, no, no. So I'm right. Okay, you're misunderstanding. All these companies have multiple items. What are they most known for? When you think of this company, what are they most associated with? Well, you're, I guess, backpacks. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess backpacks, not tents. Okay. All right. Debatable. Well, Debatable, though. Over to you. I'm going to give you an easy one. Here's an easy one. Go Light. Go Light. Is this what you, are you, you're going to, are you going to throw some curveball at me when I answer this? I just want to know how to tell. No. no. You're not going to do it. Okay. So no. go light for me would be um, there's so okay I, I'm afraid to answer this because there's multiple answers I can give you yeah I want to say there's you're a little nervous about well you're nervous about our podcast trivia no well I pride myself on uh, good answers but I think they have yeah. go light outdoor uh, wear clothing wear they have mm-hmm. go light okay. footwear I know. And okay. then I believe I will take those as a correct answer. I believe they have Go Light. I believe I'm not 100. percent I believe they have Go they Light do. backpacks. You believe? You believe they do? Okay. So I, I believe gotcha. I've seen a few. Actually, you have one, the blue one. <laughs> right. What am I saying? I've worn, yeah, I've worn a bunch over the, the years. That, that junker. <laughs> yeah, that old junker. Go Light, I think, is equally known for just everything, and so they went a little too broad, which is part of the reason why they went out of business. Uh, they're, they're, I think somebody's like buying out the name or they're making a comeback. I think they're trying to, but the original business went out of business. They actually had like a outlet store in Castle Rock in my hometown at one time. And, but they mainly carried the, the clothing stuff. So correct my friend. Yeah. It's All one right. of those. Yeah. Next okay. one. I got, I got a couple more. Eco Trek. Oh, Eco Trek. Oh, I, yeah. I remember that. Um, I'll be honest. I would have gotten this one wrong. I don't, I don't even know. I want to say like trekking poles but it's not right so i'll just do okay uh backpacks they they were making eco-friendly oh, yeah, backpacks back in the this. 90s 
Yeah, it was like gear of the year, like editor's choice award for for a magazine out there. So um, I got two more that these companies are actually yeah. not okay. out of business. Yeah, which which surprises me. All right, so Backpacker <laughs> Magazine. I've been in this before. Someone put me in this. <laughs> Back. What are they known for? B- articles and stories about backpacking and teach. Yeah, I was gonna think more like magazines, but that's fine. I'll count that. Okay, magazines. Yeah. Uh, all right, last one. Last one. The Buff. Oh, this was around back in 1995, my friend. The yeah. Buff, a cut-off arm sleeve that Carl hates. <laughs> that is correct. Carl hates the Buff. <laughs> uh. More in the Buff. Oh, and here's a tidbit on the Buff, by the way, is I still haven't heard back from them after multiple still? attempts to they still contact them. So, yeah. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Can you kind of find? Did you call? Yeah. So anybody who's arguing for the buff, at least you have to admit bad customer service, right? Did you call them too? Or no? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Left a message. So sad but true. Sad but true. Yeah. All right. So let's see. You got how much did you get right on that? You got a uh, three. I got out three. Of six. That's fifty fifty. We're yeah, good. Fifty fifty. All right. If you're satisfied with an F, then I will pass you. <laughs> <laughs> done i'll take it it's on the right. grading scale all right uh okay so so tidbits i already talked about the buff one we got yeah. an email this is a pretty well put email from steve but not the usual steve this is steve l or steve number mm. two i don't know what the better one better name for for him is but he had a response to kind of your rhetoric about the whole 25 percent is an appropriate weight amount for backpack 25 percent of a person's weight remember that conversation oh i remember okay let's talk about it all right so he so i'll, I'll put forth his argument i'll paraphrase and then you can respond so he, what he was saying was the boy scouts put out this 25 percent idea because there were some overprotective moms who would pack their fears into their boys backpacks and just simply overload them so they had to say look like it can't be more than 25 percent of their body weight we have to we have to put a limit here, and then you got to couple that with the fact that they don't always have the highest quality, lightest weight, best gear. So that's where the twenty five percent comes from. Okay, I can get behind the uh, the quality of the gear. I can get behind that. But if we remember, okay. I also said I thought it should be around you know what seventeen or eighteen to twenty. Eighteen to twenty, which is still high. But if if you if you yeah. had to pick a number, yeah, I would agree with with, with what he was saying. I think uh, that is probably true. Okay, you know, I mean. You have crazy moms who are sending their kids out for a week in the wherever. Yeah, crazy moms. We have crazy moms that are listening to our podcast. We need to be respectful here, Derek. Let's be upfront about it. Like little Johnny's going to camp. He needs to have like you know all his little goodies with him. Okay. So mom feels better about what's going on. Gotcha. Which I get. Okay. It's not. It's not a bad so thing. You think appropriate? Semi appropriate, I guess. Semi. <laughs> the heart's in the right place. The heart's in the right. Place. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, so then I will take the opposing side, of course, and say, wrong, my friend. Mm, of course. Wrong. Of course. Okay, because I have been a part of this of process where there might have been a mom involved that was overpacking a backpack when a boy went backpacking with me. And so before we actually hit the trail, all I simply did was take that extra junk <laughs> out of the backpack. I took all the fears out. And unless mom's going with you, you, you have time before you hit the trail where you can do that. You can unpack the junk, right? Well, well, there's your curveball, though. Like, is is mom, like, do they have time to go through the pack before the trip? 
or not like i don't know yeah i've never been a boy I don't scout know. Like, i'm just talking generally right so at some point though you can see what's going of in the course. pack so you can you know dad can see what needs to come out of the pack right well well maybe dad's not around maybe it's that kind of a family right and, and then she loads them up puts them on the bus like right there and then they go wherever they're going scout well, leader can go. then can can take charge scout leader is counting the rest of the 95 crazy kids running around they don't have time to go through 95, 95 backpacks kids. okay Whatever. that you, you might have a point there but if, if scout leader is feeling the backpacks before they're going and they notice that one pack is particularly heavy i think at that point <laughs> scout leader has a right to to you know i would agree with you yeah i i would i would say that's uh circumstantial Okay. Or case by case case by sure. case okay fair enough we'll compromise there the other part though about the whole like they're not they don't have the best gear i definitely agree with that part except that i don't have, i feel like i don't have the best gear like I, there's some items i bring that are that are yeah. kind of heavier than standard or whatever the current models of things there are out there and you know back in the day back in 1995 backpacking i definitely didn't have the best gear and i still wasn't carrying 25 percent of my weight so even with right. like you know stuff you just grab off the shelves at Walmart, like you can get by and not have the heaviest stuff, and, and you can cut weight. So, so Derek, very sensitive to to Steve's plight here, and I am rejecting <laughs> it. <laughs> oh wow! I think there's some merit. I think there's some merit, but yeah, case okay. by case. So, so Steve, he he put his his email was well put and very encouraging and very non-threatening, which is why I felt comfortable responding in such a way. So. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate the feedback, and thank you for listening. All right, last tip that I have is that we now have had the backpacking part one movie for Olympic National Park, How to Find a Sasquatch. That's been out for a few days now, and if you want to see the conclusion, the dramatic conclusion of this, there's some really good stuff. Part two might even be better than part one. I don't know. What do you think about that? That's a toss-up. They were both really fun to watch. So check them out, guys. Yeah, if you want to see part two, that is available on Patreon, so so please consider supporting us. We will continue to put good content on Patreon as well. That's all I got, man. That's all I got. That's it. That's it. That's wonderful. Um, that was fun. Uh, thanks for turning back the clock with us a little bit, guys. We will see you next time. Check out patreon.com slash blisters. Also, leave us a five-star review on your podcast platform. We will see you next time on the B&B. And remember, guys... When Carl brings out the Tickle Me Elmo, you know it's going to be a vintage trip. We'll see you next time. I want to fly around the world. Buzz and Woody. Buzz Lightyear. Woody. Nintendo 64. Game Boy. Barney. All items. From 1995-ish, 90s, Carl has brought on a backpacking trip. Would you still be his friend? Think about it. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device. Four in the morning Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.